hope you guys are all celebrating some big adulting milestones this season. And you know what? Finding the perfect gift for those celebrations can be kind of tough. I have the solution over at grownupgear.com. We have adorable hats, totes, mugs, pillows, tees, and seriously, the most cozy and comfortable sweatshirts. They're all on grownupgear.com and all at affordable prices. We even now have digital gift certificates. If you can't decide, use code GROWNUP for 15% off your first order. Buying from our small business helps to support this free podcast. And you know what? We really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Putting a goal in front of you, at least having something that you can look forward to in terms of what the money is being spent for. Call it a uh, purpose to your purchase. You're listening to Money Tips for Financial Grownups with me, certified financial planner, Bobby Rebel, author of How to Be a Financial Grownup. And you know what? When it comes to money, being a grownup is hard, but together we've got this. Hello, grownups. Feeling the urge to splurge these days? Maybe a little revenge spending after over a year of basically being stuck at home? That is totally normal and probably okay, a little, as long as you follow the rules you are going to hear from this week's guest, financial therapist, Dr. George Blount, managing partner at N Balance Financial. Dr. Blount works with individuals on financial matters, but with a special focus on the emotional, behavioral, and psychological elements that impact their financial decisions. In our interview, Dr. Blount walks us through the five areas of financial health, and then we're going to get into his money tips on how we can all still enjoy spending and even splurging without derailing our goals. Here is Dr. George Blount. Dr. George Blount, you are a financial grown-up. Welcome to the podcast. Oh, thank you so much, Bobby. Pleasure to be here. I am excited to have you on. You're going to be sharing your tips to improve our spending habits. But before we do that, I introduced you as Dr. George Blount. You're a financial therapist. Tell us about that. Yep. I'm a financial therapist. That means I help people with their emotional relationship with money. And that usually takes place in a few aspects. There are five areas of financial health, and that's the economic, the relational psychological, behavioral, and emotional elements of financial health. And I try to help individuals with each of those. The economic is the most common one because that is primarily products and services or processes that people are used to. The parts that people are not as familiar with are delving deeper into your financial behavior, kind of some of the feelings that you have, the psychological aspects of money or maybe the emotional uh, response that you have to money. And so I try to delve deeper into those aspects. Well, we're going to dive a little bit deeper now. Let's talk about spending habits and ways to improve them. What are your top tips for that to begin with? And then we'll get back into the emotional things and the economic stuff that you were talking about. 
Yeah, I mean, some of the things that are going to be helpful to at least curb your spending are first and foremost, putting a goal in front of you, at least having something that you can look forward to in terms of what the money is being spent for. Call it a uh, purpose to your purchase. So if you have a reason or if you have a goal that you're aligning some of your spending to, it makes it easier for you to be aware of the spending. One, it also allows you to have a time frame on what is an appropriate amount of spending and then what's an appropriate time to enjoy that spending. And so it really just allows you to have a better understanding. Second thing I would say is the pace. We just have to understand that you don't always have to spend money right away. And so as you come up with these decisions or as you have an opportunity to uh, to spend, really think about it, take a little bit of time before you make that decision, and then you move forward. So have a purpose to your purchases, and then think about the pace that you have in your spending as well. Coming out of the pandemic, a lot of us feel, whether we're aware of it or not, this sort of urge to splurge. We call it revenge spending. How do you manage that? What do you do? Because we've had this pent up, we've literally been pent up, I should say, for so long that, I don't know, we feel like we deserve it, right? Yeah. And so it's important to look at it as not a zero-sum game. There are some things that are bad habits that were formed throughout this period of time, but then there are also some good things that happen throughout this period of time. And so you can look back and say, okay, I have improved in these areas, right? I've saved in this part of my spending or I've improved my my saving in this area. And so that's something that I want to hold on to. And this is something that I'm doing that that I really don't want to hold on to. It's a poor habit and I need to get rid of it. So really comparing and contrasting some of the good things and bad things that you have learned and then making a choice. The, the mindful spending is really about presenting yourself with viable alternatives and then selecting the appropriate choice for you. So that way your spending isn't based on regret or or some type of emotional element, but where it's based on achieving a goal and based on some type of alignment to an objective that is going to serve you well for the longer term. What role does peer pressure play in our spending, especially now when other people are telling us we deserve certain things? Yeah, it takes a large part of our brain capacity to really hear what everybody else is saying. And so it's a really significant part of what we deal with. Peer pressure is something that allows us to exacerbate some of our bad spending. Maybe it amplifies or validates some of our good behaviors, but let's just talk about the negative side of it because that's what we see. People in general don't need a lot of of people to tell them what to do. In fact, we trust information from a very small number of people. And so if we hear a couple of things from a small number of people that we may trust or that we believe in, we take it to heart. And so sometimes if it may not be well-informed financial decisions, or it may be more of an opinion that someone has based on their previous experience, as opposed to an educational opportunity, then it really is a negative effect of peer pressure. And so we need to try to avoid that because it's pretty popular and we should probably convert it to some of the other forms, which is, you know, maybe listen to your professors or, or some of the uh, the journalists or, or maybe the, the contextual way that some individuals can allow conversations to make sense. Like that's good peer pressure. Do you have any specific suggestions to combat that when someone's saying, oh, you haven't bought anything in this long, just get it. Yeah, I think I would 
always recommend there's a uh, simulation that you can play. It's, uh, it's playspent.org, play, S-P-E-N-T.org. And what it is, is it's just a simulation on trying to balance out your spending. And it takes about five minutes or so to go through, <laughs> but go through that exercise. And it it is a hypothetical simulation of whether or not you could save money in a month and what types of activities may come in, in throughout the month that can deter your spending or deter your savings. And that single perspective is often really good in, in allowing people to understand just the randomness that life presents when it comes to our financial financial decisions, our financial purchases, or where we need to save. What are some red flags to look for? Um, red flags, I think, normally will come from things that you don't feel well about. When I talk to individuals and I say I, I help people with their emotional relationship with money, some people don't know what that emotional relationship is. It's hard to describe. You can't go go into it. And we have to go through this mode of discovery. Um, some people understand it very well. And, and some people know that there are bad influences on their spending, where they're spending to make themselves feel better, or they're doing things that they know that, that they just don't want to do. And so if you subconsciously know that, or even if you are overtly saying that, that would be a red flag. And a lot of people became more comfortable online shopping than ever during the pandemic. What can we do to make sure that we're not overspending in terms of online? Limiting the exposure to your phone, your screen time, similar to the way that you would with social media and you take a fast or you take a little break. You have to do the same thing with the shopping apps that are on your phone. You can remove them. You can take a break from them. Nothing will look at them. I think the more we are away from it, it's a little bit easier. What about also like unsubscribing to newsletters, websites, store cards, that kind of stuff? Yeah, I think as long as it is serving a purpose. Again, you have this uh, situation where you're looking at information that is going to allow you to one way or another make a purchase that satisfies your need or not. So if it's purposeful, then by all means, go right ahead. But if it's not, I think that's where there's a problem. And so just giving yourself better alternatives is always going to be the approach that I would recommend. Thank you so much. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? Yeah. I mean, I would just add two things. I think the first one is that, as we mentioned, I think more people have become more comfortable shopping online. I think more people, they've gotten a lot better seeking help out, right? And so maybe it has not always been seen as appropriate to seek out therapy when it comes to your financial decisions, but that is something that is very possible as well. I think the second thing is you can always look at uh, trusted sources like mymoney.gov for places that will give you great information on how you should spend, kind of how you should save in terms that are incredibly important. And that's free websites that are accessible to everybody. Thank you so much. Where can people find out more about you and be in touch? Absolutely. So they can go to my website, which is nbalancefinancial.com. And that's N-B-A-L-A-N-C-E. That's nbalancefinancial.com. And they can always get in touch with me directly through that site. I'm located in Boston, but servicing all throughout the U.S. through this virtual environment. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Bobby. It's been such a pleasure. Let's review some of Dr. Blount's money tips. First of all, there are five areas of financial health, economic, relational, psychological, behavioral, and emotional. To curb your spending, put a goal in front of you, 
a purpose to your purchase. Watch out for negative peer pressure and make sure to include vetted third-party information when you're making big money decisions. Take a break, not just from social media, which pushes those shopping ads, but also from those shopping apps on your phone. It may not be something that you think of naturally, but there is a lot of emotion and psychology in our financial decisions, and it may be worth seeking therapy if you find yourself struggling with your financial situation, especially in these times that are really unprecedented. One thing that is definitely okay to spend the right amount of money on is celebrating life's adulting moments. And the best place, of course, to get those gifts is at grownupgear.com. If you haven't checked it out yet, take a look. We have the perfect gift for all of those adulting celebrations, those adulting milestones that we celebrate from graduations to engagements, bridal showers, new homes, birthdays, becoming new parents, all those good things. As a special promotion, we are going to give away one $50 gift card to Grown Up Gear each week until July 4th, which is Independence Day, and maybe we can also call it Financial Independence Day? I don't know. Anyway, there are two ways to enter to win. Way number one is to take a screenshot of this podcast, post it on social media, tag me at BobbyRebel1, and then also, this is key, email that screenshot to us at hello at financialgrownup.com. That's hello at financialgrownup.com. The second way to enter is to write a review of the Money Tips for Financial Grownups podcast on Apple Podcasts. Take a screenshot and then send that screenshot to us at hello at financialgrownup.com. Grown Up Gear is what we like to call a micro business and we really do need and appreciate all of your support. So please check it out and tell your friends. We also appreciated Dr. George Blount for helping us all be financial grown-ups. Money Tips for Financial Grown-ups is a production of BRK Media, LLC. Editing and production by Steve Stewart. Guest coordination, content creation, social media support, and show notes by Ashley Wall. You can find the podcast show notes, which include links to resources mentioned in the show, as well as show transcripts, by going to my website, bobbyrebell.com. You can also find an incredible library of hundreds of previous episodes to help you on your journey as a financial grown-up. The podcast and tons of complimentary resources associated with the podcast is brought to you for free, but I need to have your support in return. Here's how you can do that. First, connect with me on social media at BobbyRebel1 on Instagram and BobbyRebel on both Twitter and on Clubhouse, where you can join my Money Tips for Grownups Club. Second, share this podcast on social media and tag me so I can thank you. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Reading each one means the world to me. And you know what? It really motivates others to subscribe. You can also support our merch shop, grownupgear.com, by picking up fun gifts for your grown-up friends and treating yourself as well. And most of all, help your friends on their journey to being financial grown-ups by encouraging them to subscribe to the podcast. Together, we got this. Thank you for your time and for the kind words so many of you send my way. See you next time. And thank you for supporting Money Tips for Financial Grownups.